20 my lovely puffing birds I mean hummingbirds it's your girl Monroe and you're listening to mm, hold on pop culture how's it going <laughs> now yes yes I know I know Monroe it's no longer 420 what the heck are you talking about I get it. I know. My bad. Um, let's just say I wanted to give y'all a couple days of recovery. Not true. The reality of it is, today is April 22nd. It is Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, everyone. But also, today is a very important day for pop culture. It marks a year of officially being on the air and doing this whole podcast shebang so (laughs) very very oh my god such a big applause to all of you that are continuously consistently listening to me ramble on and on about the topics that are going on of just everything um, interviews, etc., that I've been doing for over the past year. I am so grateful to every single one of you that listens. As of today on pop culture, um, I'll give y'all the statistics at the end of the pod, but, <laughs> whew, so, yeah, we have a, quite a few things to discuss today, so buckle the fuck up. And yes, while this episode is going to mostly be about Mary Jane, there are some things that need to be acknowledged first. Um, so before we begin, if we could please take a moment of silence for Makia Bryant and for actress Helen McCrory. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, um, Helen McCrory, I was first introduced to her as the actress that played Narcissa Malfoy in the Harry Potter films. Um, Narcissa is the wife of Lucius Malfoy and the mother of Draco Malfoy. Helen McCrory is an incredible actress. Not only did she have a legacy of tv films but also stage acting um she passed away in her home after her long battle with cancer makia bryant god rest her soul such a precious beautiful angel she was very tragically 
murdered by police um, on the 20th. She was shot four times by a police officer after police were called. Um, she called for help because she stated um, people were trying to stab her and when police got there there was an altercation between her and some girls you know Makia defending herself came out with a knife and unfortunately was gunned down it is one of many instances of police brutality against persons of color in the past couple of weeks not including everything that has happened up until this point it was such a harsh tragedy especially because on the 20th Derek Shelvin who was one of the police officers in the, involved in the murder of George Floyd he was specifically the one that had his knee on George's neck um, he was found guilty of second-degree unintentional murder third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter now everything occurring while there has been such a boisterous outcry for politicians um and law enforcement to be held accountable to make actual progressive change to a racist system and reform it honestly there are no words that i can even say it is just it's so fucking heartbreaking and my condolences go out to her family and to all those that have been lost due to racial injustices. Now, 420, a couple days ago, right? Everyone who smokes the ganja was celebrating and posting everything and whatnot on socials. But as many as were celebrating, they were also bringing to light the issue of legalization without the expunging of those arrested for marijuana charges in previous years. Now, one of the biggest issues that comes to light, especially now with such access to socials and, you know, everybody having the power to speak out about the injustices they notice, one of those things is very much so how divided the marijuana business and industry has become because of the lack of opportunity for the communities most affected by the prohibition of marijuana. Now, when people say prohibition, I know we all think like 1920s when like alcohol was boot being bootlegged and everything, well, marijuana having been illegal for so long, there was the same sentiment, you know, like everybody had a plug, let's be real. But in efforts to change that, New York did pass a Marijuana Regulation and Taxation Act, I believe at the end of March. Um, and some of the things within this act is loans, grants, and programs um, to ensure that communities that are the most affected by the prohibition um, will benefit greatly instead of like giant corporations or rich white men sticking stock into this industry. Now, the other like really big update on what happened with the act was the expunging of the um, criminal records of all that were arrested for um, activities that are no longer considered criminal under the Marijuana Act. Um, so, like, 
those arrested for small possessions or carrying like certain ounces and all that um now even within the act um new yorkers are going to be able to home grow i think up to three plants um some of the like general rules you know if you do get pulled over intoxicated it's going to be like a dui you do have to be 21 and up to consume legally much like alcohol cigarettes all that um however one of the things in there is the local opt-out so cities towns and villages in new york that do not wish um to basically have recreational say cafes or bars for marijuana they are able to it is able to be put up for i think it was referendum um so like basically if people get enough signatures and they're like no we don't want to opt out like it it really is a choice of the people which i think is a huge step forward if everyone else followed through and actually did that it would be so much better. It would be such, such a huge service to the communities, as well as there are implementations for what the taxes are actually being applied to. I'm not necessarily certain if here in Illinois that was done or not. I would definitely have to look more into it. Um, but as I said, so y'all already know I'm splitting everything up in halves. I guess Thursday is going to be the new pop culture day. <laughs> so <laughs> welcome to the new pop culture day. How's it going? So but I will touch more on the Mary Jane subject after I give y'all a a be a be a few updates of what's been going on. So y'all remember last pod I was like, oh my god, I want to go to the right fest, but like I don't know because I don't feel necessarily comfortable with like everything because you know restrictions and shit and there's still a pandemic going on and like are they actually gonna follow social distancing rules? Who knows? Confusion, fear, all that, all that shit. And the main reason I was like, I really want to go is because my chemical romance, duh, like, hello, carry on. But the rock and roll gods have answered my prayers and my chemical romance will not be performing at Riot Fest 2021, but they have confirmed for 2022. Riot Fest made the announcement after the band itself confirmed all of their tour dates will be pushed back to 2022 in light of the fact that we are still in the middle of a global pandemic and, you know, not everyone has been completely vaccinated yet. Another pushback for festivals. So I had announced that Pasquale Rotella had said, yes, EDC is happening in May, blah, blah, blah. Well, they're not. EDC has been pushed back to the weekend of October 22nd through the 24th of this year. Um, Clark County, which is the home of like the Las Vegas Speedway where EDC is held, have pushed a mandate for there to be at least 60% of population being vaccinated at that time. Whether or not that happens before or not, you know, the festival and uh, festival heads and everyone in charge, they're like, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry, so they are going to push it back. They do have options, as do majority of festivals right now, that if you want to, you know, postpone your tickets until next year, that is very doable. They can be transferred or transferred back if you already transferred for next year. Um, another couple announcements as far as shows. Chicano Batman has announced their tour dates with Inner Wave. And they will be starting in October. They will be here in Chicago at Concord Music Hall December 17th. Oh my god, I would love to see Chicano Batman again. 
they were so precious and so good and i was just in there with all the short girls in the front i'm five two for reference and we were just in there getting our cumbia on getting our rhythm just doing it and it was so much fun and i would i would just i would love to see them again <laughs> my fangirling aside ruido fest announces so <laughs> ruido fest the best way that i can explain it is like the the hispanic latino riot fest but they have announced that they will be having ruido fest this year the weekend of august 20th 21st and 22nd and they will have a sunday performance by cafe tacuba which like that's my shit and i'm like yo quiero ir quiero ir quiero ir how do i get a press pass for this <laughs> How do I interview Café Tacuba for pop culture? Someone let your girl know, because I want to do it. Caifanes will also be here May 7th. They will be having a show at SeatGeek Stadium. That will not be a in-person, socially distanced show. It will be a drive-in show. Um, I don't, that's been like, oh, sorry, paper sounds. That's been like a real big thing as of right now because of the pandemic. Anyone that has gone to drive-in show, how is it? Is it worth it? Who has a car and wants to go see Caifanes with me? Because no tengo licencia. <laughs> but I'm very like, I can't wait for all the IG videos if I don't go. But you know, life. And in las noticias de las películas. I don't know why I said it like that. So, Michael Keaton. Gorgeous, gorgeous man. Amazing actor. Uh, Michael Keaton is going to portray the bat once more in The Flash. The film is set to come out in 2022. It has been confirmed that he will be a, like, 30 years in the future, 30 years older Batman because, you know, like, The Flash goes back and changes a fucking timeline and shit, and then he, like, returns, and he's like, yo, Bruce, why are you so old? But <laughs> I'm very stoked to see this, like, as and anyone that follows the Flash comics or, like, even the show, you know that, like, the Flash is just a of, like, timeline fucking mishaps. Like, I know we have the multiverse and MCU, but, like, it just, all the shit that happens in the Flash, it, it requires a lot of attention. Not gonna lie. In more Batman news. So, Dave Bautista who played, um, God, why can't I remember who he played in this film? I can't remember the name. In fucking, oh, jeez. I am completely blanking out. Wow, this sucks. <laughs> you know when you, like, doubt your intuition about some shit, and then you're like, I know it was fucking right, gosh darn it. So, he portrays Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Which, also, that character is just fucking hilarious to me. But he went, he had a whole ass meeting with Warner Brothers and was like, I'm playing Bane. And everyone was like, bro, we're not even casting for Bane. What are you doing? He's like, I don't care. When you decide to bring this villain back, I'm playing him. And I'm like, you know what, kids? shoot your motherfucking shot you miss every shot you don't fucking take and <laughs> i say this shit and all i can think of is lizzo sliding into chris evans's dms 
she was like i was lit i slid into his dms and then like after it got hella traction on tiktok when she was like i'm so fucking embarrassed he went and responded he's like you know it's not the most like it's the least of embarrassing things i've done on this app i'm like she shot her shot and then oh what's his fucking name chet some shit was like you know if it don't work out with chris evans lizzo come get me and i can't i cannot i'm like a lizzo girl you know i love her (laughs) but um latest listens list i haven't done it in a hot ass minute and i am so sorry um i've been slacking but a couple songs that i've been very in tune to of recently first off before i even get into that um anybody else have that moment where you forget like certain celebrities dated each other that happened with me over like emma watson and tom felton i was like hermione dated draco in real life why did that just like erase from my brain (laughs) but um i don't know it was like topic of discussion at the point because of her birthday was like on the 14th i think and he shared like this really like cute little thing of them and they were such babies it's so precious but Tom Felton has released a song with Trinix Music, and y'all need to go listen to that track. The name of the track is titled... Hold on. I can't read my own fucking chicken scratch. <laughs> little bit. <laughs> it said a little bit, and I was like, Tom Felton, you rap? I mean, I knew you played the guitar, but you, you do that? Interesting. Um, but I like, I like the fucking song, it's a bob, and I'm not being biased because Draco Malfoy. Okay, I'm slightly being biased, but y'all need to go listen to him. Also, he has a bunch of other music on Spotify that you should also go check out, just saying. Um, a couple other songs that I've been listening to heavy is F-U-C-K by Victoria Monet. I'm just like, yes, I love this song. And I'm, like, thinking of all this, like, cosplay little shit I could do with it, like I do on my TikTok, where it's, like, music <laughs> with cosplay. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, my brain is brewing ideas. The other song that I've been listening to is Rutina, which is Lenny Tavares, Alexis Sifido featuring Kevo. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. K-E-V-V-O. But, you know, reggaeton. <laughs> y'all should go check it out um but yeah this completes the first half the next half i will be diving in heavy into 420 history myths shit like that if you guys are not intrigued and this is it then catch the next episode of pop culture next week as always follow me on all my handles and to leave you off with excuse me sorry that was like a loud ass bang outside um i will leave you guys with one saying um for my little wall of affirmations and it says i forgive myself for everything i am free to learn and grow i love you guys so much have a good one and everybody else sticking through i'll catch you after the commercial break and we're back Now, I don't know if you guys peeped the name of this podcast or if you guys ever peeped the names, but the names have a lot to do with what the discussion is going to basically be about. It's like a little play on words, but 
It is titled Shadows in the Smoke. Now, <laughs> yes, 420. Yes, anxiety. Yes, <laughs> shadow work. But all of that. So a little bit of 420 history. Now, there are some misconceptions as to why 420. Like a lot of it, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, that's the code for like people smoking pot in California when they would get arrested. Oh, that's the code for the chemical composition of marijuana. No, none of it. I'm sorry to say it is not the atomic number of weed either. Um, just so you guys know. <laughs> So, it is actually to do with a group of five friends that back in, I want to say, can't hold on, two seconds, that check, there I go with doubting my fucking intuition again, 1970s, <laughs> a group of five friends in 1970s in California um, started using it as a code to meet by a statue outside of their school at 420. The goal was to every week go and search for this plant that was supposedly left behind by, like, a marine or something of, like, amazing marijuana. They never found it. Um, <laughs> they did an interview of the guys recently, I believe, and they were discussing how yeah, they're like, you know, at first it began really looking for the plant, and while they still did go and, like, search for it, it just became a code for, like, yo, do you want to go smoke? Yo, do you have some weed? Like, and he was like, yeah, you know, it became almost telepathic because it was one of those things where, like, you know, it all depended on the way that you said 420, right? And I was like, yeah, that sounds, stoner logic sounds about fucking right. And then... It evolved because, you know, they would go to shows and shit and then, like, passing around with stagehands like A420, just passing it on the, on the down low. And it grew in popularity. It grew to the point where it was on, like, Grateful Dead pro, pro, posters, posters. And it kind of expanded that way into the music scene. It really was a word of mouth thing, which I think it's super cool the fact that it's damn near a fucking national holiday. Let's just be real. Everybody knows what 420 is maybe not entirely the history of how it happened but you know so history and prohibition in the u.s um marijuana has been around for a very very long fucking time um and so prohibition started if i'm not mistaken around like nixon era and one conspiracy theory that I still truly believe is very heavy on why there was so much prohibition behind it. So hemp, which is the, like, the plant of it, um, it's stronger than paper, and so they were using it for everything. It was clothing, it was paper, it was all this other shit, which would put a lot of businesses out of out of stock at that point, right? Um, they, you know, it, it was a heavy competitor because it was a, it is a plant that grows quite quickly, quite frequently, and all that. So, one of the conspiracy theories is that it was, like, intervening with, like, the wood and cotton industries and that, like, that's the reason why they essentially illegalized it and, like, decommissioned all of that. Um, but, you know, it, 
obviously the hippie era it gained a lot of you know even traction in the 60s and because of the hippie era um there there was a lot of negative connotation placed to it saying like oh you know you had greasy long hair and you were lazy and all you would do would smoke pot and like i don't know if you guys remember all the commercials in the 90s and shit how they're like it's the gateway drug and like <laughs> you would like literally be like fucking sunk into the couch which <laughs> i will get into that <laughs> in the effects aspect of marijuana now one of the things that is a really like important thing to note there is medical benefits to it now there has been a lot of like propaganda and misconceptions like i said like the dare program and it being a gateway drug and like oh no like they did weed and they killed someone i'm like that's not that's not true because anyone that's done pot like even if you have because it, it's potent so that is one of the things that it is very potent now in comparison to like in the 70s when you know the the original people that started 420 were smoking it like at that point i think the thc content of it was anywhere from like three to four percent where now the thc content of certain strains can reach up to 37 percent what is thc thc is the hallucinogenic component of marijuana whereas cbd is the muscle relaxing component of marijuana now cbd a lot of people including myself um do take it for pain um even you can get a medical card for a lot of illnesses including lupus crohn's cancer um god what was the other one like there's there's a wide range of reasons it does depend per state if i'm not mistaken now while marijuana is not federally legal it is a state legalized thing um which i'm i'm really curious like do they just got warehouses of money because you can't put that money in a bank so because it's not federally legal i'm curious interesting <laughs> i'm gonna research more into that but i think i actually talked about that like last year i can't remember my brain um but the human body does have cannabinoid receptors within it so that means like our bodies are meant to process weed now that is not me saying hey go you know light a toke i'm not saying that i'm saying smoke responsibly little stoners smoke responsibly my little puffing birds but <laughs> as i was saying so some of the side effects of you know smoking copious amounts of weed are very much linked to like anxiety and mainly anxiety and like even hallucination to that point like you know you start hearing shit you get like real paranoid um it does depend strain type so the type of strain that you're smoking um the differences in like thc to cbd um the overall potency of the specific i already said that my brain <laughs> oh my brain and one of the things that i think also really impacts that is who the fuck are you smoking with who are you around i mean yes like people are like oh if you get laced weed then that's it, it ruins weed for the rest of your life maybe i don't know but i also think that a really huge impact is 
who you surround yourself with in these moments. It's like with any drug, any form, whether it be alcohol, LSD, Molly, fucking anything, right? Now, there is a spiritual history to weed. I mean, they've found it in, like, archaeological digs of, like, shamans and, like, shit like that. And because it, it, it is said to open up the, the pineal gland, it's said to open up the third eye and, like, increase creativity, productivity, um, which, like, there has been such a huge traction of late as far as weed goes. And, like, there's so many celebrities that like fucking smoke. I mean, we're talking from Be Real to Method Man to Red Man to Snoop to Willie Nelson to Carlos Santana to Rihanna to Patrick Stewart. Yes, Professor Xavier smokes pot. <laughs> A. Woody Harrelson, Lady Gaga, Bob Marley, Lil Wayne, Hollywood and Dead, <laughs> Wiz Khalifa, um, <laughs> Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Cheech and Chong, duh. But you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy how there's this still, like, taboo thing, because I don't know if you guys remember when, like, um, fucking Tesla, jeez, what's his name, Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk, when he, like, was recording on a pod, and he was, like, taking a fucking puff, it was, like, <gasps> Tesla stocks dropped, and da 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 and I'm, like, first off, all these rich motherfuckers that are pulling out their money, y'all tell me you bitches don't fucking hit it, Y'all don't be smoking the smoke or doing worse shit. I don't know. But, I'm gonna stop talking shit. <laughs> Who would I smoke with, you ask? I know you didn't ask, but. <laughs> so, and not die? I don't know. I'd probably fucking die. But I would just love to be in a room with Carlos Santana, Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, Seth Rogen, Lady Gaga, and Rihanna. All of them. Everybody that I named, Bob Marley, rest his soul, but everyone that I named, I would love, love to have a smoke session with them. Seth Rogen especially, so he has, I mean, pretty much, if I'm not mistaken, so Willie, Snoop, Seth, I think all have their own marijuana brands, um, but Seth Rogen recently did an interview and he explained you know, for him, it really is a, a therapeutic thing. Um, he was, he's had ADHD since a really young age, and even his dad went out to speak out that, like, the only thing that did really save his son was him smoking marijuana, and he is a daily habitual smoker. Um, he went on to create his own brand, even make, like, his own little ceramic ashtray, and I want one. I want one. So, if y'all can also figure out how to get Seth Rogen to do an interview for pop culture to make me my own cute little like turquoise fucking ceramic ashtray I would be so grateful I would cry I'd probably fucking cry but you know it's it's so interesting to me the fact that there is still such a taboo when it comes to weed um, it, it becomes this whole, like, <gasps> you consume the devil's lettuce. Oh, so a bunch of nicknames <laughs> for cannabis is marijuana, Mary Jane, weed, ganja, toke, um, smoking a spliff, um, fucking devil's lettuce, <laughs> drinking the bong water, like, 
<laughs> there's there's so many different names for it. Um, but I just, I don't know. I find it very interesting how there are a lot of misnomers about it, a lot of misconceptions. Now, while, again, it all depends on potency, you know, the your tolerance, like with anything, right, it will determine the effects of it on your body. So please, please smoke responsibly. Be careful. Don't get behind the wheel. Completely fucking blitzed out your mind. Don't do it. Um, and there was a cute little quote that Santana posted on his IG on 420, and I'm gonna read it to ya. So, he posted a little fucking thing, it was so cute. And, <laughs> and it says as follows, For me, it's still always about consciousness. Finding something to stimulate your creativity. And dive into different kinds of consciousness that can collectively awaken people to create more peace, unity, and harmony. I was like, oh, he's such a precious, such a precious man. Um, <laughs> that being said, why is it called Shadows in the Smoke, you say? So, one of the things which, like, <laughs> opinion, right, speculation over here, scientific purposes only um <laughs> so you guys know how i was talking um last part about like your shadow and and the dark night of the soul and really searching inward a lot of because our minds all register whether it's traumas whether it's very impactful moments whether it's change in our lives so drastically and we don't always necessarily process it I feel that like, you know, if you haven't processed it and you have like a lot of internal demons, that's why I said if you're going to smoke, be careful who you're smoking with and who you're surrounding yourself with because if it's a group that you have a lot of insecurities with or a lot of doubt or like you start having all, all these like unresolved emotions, they will pour out because your mind no longer has those like blocks of restraint that you do in Los Cinco Sentidos, essentially. Now... I know in, like, La Comunidad Latina, <laughs> weed is seen like the devil. Um, <laughs> like, what what Latino kid out there, you know, be like, hey, mom, dad, I smoke pot. Like, your parents that cool? That's crazy. <laughs> My parents could never. But, you know, like, it, it took a really long time to even explain, like, why I, the purpose for, like, my usage of CBD. And, you know, I spent so much time on a myriad of medications. And this is just my personal story. And, like, I, I'm i not saying this. I'm not a medical professional. All my doctors know that I do consume CBD. So it's not like a, you're doing this without your doctor's knowledge. No, they know. They know because they know that I am terribly mortified of medications and the side effects that they have had onto my body in the past because of all my health issues and my conditions i mean it was to a point where i was taking vicodin religiously i was taking ibuprofen i was it got to the point where i was gonna have to take morphine you get what i'm saying so it's like for me it really was a salvation almost in that point where it was like once i started really measuring okay when can I take it how much can I take whatever whatever it 
it was a really big benefit. That's why I'm a huge supporter of like people getting a medical card if they can, you know, it, it really is all about experimenting. I mean, you can be your own guinea pig or pharmaceuticals guinea pig. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Not saying that medications do not work. Yes, there are moments where they are needed. Yes, there are moments where they do very much have positive effects and they do work for whatever health condition people have. Do not go to your doctor and say, I'm stopping all my drugs because Monroe fucking told me to. Don't do that. Don't do that shit. I'm just, I, bruja, so I'm very about like the holistics and like the things that I can do, but I do also believe in the medical system because I would not be alive if it wasn't for the fucking doctors that have saved me. Um, but on the spiritual side of it, if if you see yourself consistently suffer, right, every time, like, it could be the lowest amount of THC and you start tweaking out, it might be some time to do some self-searching. It might be some time to ride that wave. Now, very much so in, like, festival communities and, like, I guess, new age hippie communities, it's like, you don't, you don't stop the bad trip by stopping it. You can only remove the bad trip by going through it. That being said, if you start having this like real paranoid fucking moment when you smoke, take a deep ass fucking breath and ask yourself, okay, what's the reason behind this? Why is that specific insecurity coming up now? Why is that specific paranoia coming up now? And really try to work with yourself and break it down. It is like with any consumption of any type of, even like alcohol. You know, if if you're getting fucking drunk and you start releasing all the anger and the tears and shit it's like well clearly it's the only time where your inhibitions are lowered enough to where you feel that you can face it there are many proofs that it is therapeutic so please 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 in your journey to yourself do not think you can just get to that higher self by being happy every single motherfucking day it is not that's that's not the way life works. It is about tearing down those barriers, really sitting with yourself and figuring shit out, you know? Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. Pop culture is 420 friendly. That's all I have to say. <laughs> so, uh, Seth Rogen, hit your girl up if you ever hear this. <laughs> um, I'm just... I'm just trying to live my life and do something great with it. I don't know. That's just me. But again, happy Earth Day. Happy 420. I hope that all of you have such a beautiful day. I will catch y'all next week as always. Follow me on all my handles at IamMonroe3, at Drizzit's Wifey, at Elaloon on OnlyFans. I will get back to it, I promise. But... <laughs> It's been some crazy shit and a lot of changes happening, so I've been shlucking. But, um, yeah. Look in the mirror and say I am flourishing, blooming, and coming out on top. Okay? Como siempre, les mando mucha paz. 
Muchos besos y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna. Sending you much peace, many kisses, and reminding you to look up at the moon. Who is cooking? Is that a tr I don't know. I hear so many sounds when this window is open, and I don't know where they come from. <laughs> the time I'm like, is it in the building? Is it in the street? I'm a mess. Okay, that's it. That's all I had for y'all today. Just a little short one. Love y'all. And I'll catch y'all in the next one. Bye. I lied. I promised y'all statistics, didn't I? <laughs> so for this one year celebration of pop culture, I have a total of 1700 plays. Okay. And I could not have done that without you guys. I have an estimated following of all 30 of you wonderful people that listen consistently, which thank you. <laughs> which might not seem a lot to most people, but I am so grateful that everyone that presses play, everyone that listens, everyone that sticks around for the full episode, you know, that has put up with actually being on this podcast and doing all that. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I am literally, I mean, funny story. Um, I'm gonna get real close and personal with y'all right quick. <laughs> I, uh, I was on the phone over the weekend with a person on a helpline and we, you know, she was keeping me busy. She, she was keeping me occupied. And, you know, mental health has been not the best at the moment, but she was keeping me occupied and she asked me about pop culture and what it was about and everything. And I explained to her and she asked me, where do you want to go with it? And I was like, what? And she's like, is the whole purpose of it for you to it just be a podcast? And I sat there and I'm like crying, right? And I'm all mucusy and disgusting. Pinche chillona cabrona, right? And <laughs> it's funny because I'm saying this and the only fucking post-it note that is drawing my attention on my wall of affirmations is I am creating a better life for myself. Um... side topic for the day or night whatever part of the world you're listening to this I I grew up with you know very traditional parents where everything that I was passionate about was only a hobby and there was no way for me to make a living out of it it was always a hobby that will bring you forth nothing and it's it's really hard right growing up as a kid and hearing that you will come to nothing if you try for the things you actually give a fuck about now no my parents are not horrible they are wonderful wonderful beautiful people that because of the time that they grew up in and the way that we were raised and racism that they faced it is the reason that they had a lot of those of that mindset instilled into them and as I'm sitting there with this wonderful lady Wendy she's talking to me and she's like yeah 
where do you want to go with it? And I was like, honestly, and I'm, oh my God, I want to cry right now. Fuck, I need to stop crying on this podcast. But I was like, I want to be on a red carpet. She's like, what? I'm like, yes. I would love to one day be on a fucking red carpet and do some impromptu red carpet fucking interviews with the like top of the top of every fucking award show and be like, hey, I'm Monroe and you're listening to pop culture and I'm here with insert celebrity name here. The first two people that came into my head were Seth Rogen and Rihanna. (laughs) But... also really just want to be a model for Fenty since I can't get my Victoria's Secret wings because I'm short, but it's okay. I'm short and I don't have a model body, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> and I told her, I was like, I, I would love to do that. I would love to take pop culture that far. I would love to be able to interview people like Santana, people that I have always admired, um, people that have written plays even here in Chicago and just, I just really would love to hear people's stories, to be able to ask questions and, you know, their quirks and shit, I don't know, but she (laughs) was like, don't stop. Don't stop and don't think of your job as your career. Think of it as your side hustle for your passion. And when she said that, it was like the biggest weight had been lifted off my shoulders because, you know, especially because she is an older woman and, you know, hearing that from someone else's mother say your dream isn't stupid and you can't take it somewhere was so amazing um and it's just today is such a good day you know it's a year of pop culture 1700 fucking listens 30 consistent people that have stuck with me through all the fucking crazy and all the fucking tears and me pulling my hair out nine times out of ten because I can't figure something out. And then, like, I fucking checked this morning and I had 101 followers on TikTok and I'm literally, like, looking at my 650 consistent Instagram followers and I'm, like, crying. I haven't checked statistics on YouTube because I need to get better about my YouTube too, but I'm just, like, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I really fucking am. And I just want to say thank you so much because you are helping me take the steps to have this little fucking bi Mexicana (laughs) daughter of immigrant parents make her dreams come true one listen at a time. And I am just so fucking grateful so thank you and with that les mando mucha paz muchos besos y les recuerdo que miren hacia la luna sending you much peace many kisses 
and reminding you to always look up at the moon. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.